It's time for the MMA main card with your man, The Voice. Let's get to some headlines and hot takes. There's a bug going on around this time of year. Now, I know people are getting flu shots. That's the time of year that we're in. People are getting that taken care of. But that's not the kind of bug I'm talking about. The bug I'm talking about is called the Fights Off Bug. Frankie Edgar, out. Dominic Cruz, out. Paige Van Zandt, out. JoJo Calderwood, out. All of these fighters dropped out of the fight Thursday. Now I take that back, it was Wednesday. I forget what day it was, but everybody dropped out the fights. This has just messed up all the wonderful fights that are set up for the end of the year. I was talking with someone today and I told them, hey, because we were trying to get together to go to a St. Louis University basketball game. Salute to the Billikens. And I said, we can go anytime, you know, this, this season just not on the 4th of December or the 30th of December because I'm going to watch the fights. That's what I do. And they asked, they said, who's fighting? I said, I don't know. You know why I don't know? Because this stupid bug is going all through the fighters and taking them out the fights. <sighs> Speaking of being out, even Robert Fallis, the coach who came to great notoriety resurrecting extreme couture is saying peace out he's going to do something else man what else could go wrong oh i can tell you what could go wrong holly holmes manager said that the fight with cyborg is definitely not gonna happen at 219 why he said because of money that's the whole thing that they've been waiting on and trying to get together is the money well, with all these fights getting called off, ooh, they're in a really good position to say that right now. And I hope they get things done. I mean, because the UFC needs fighters. They need main cards. They need title fights. And that's about the biggest fight that can be made right now. Moving on to other news within the headlines and hot takes. Zoo Anyanwu. That's right. Niger, stand up. But Zoo, you gotta sit down because he's been flagged for a possible USADA violation. Uh, Rampage, he said after his fight against my boy King Mo, so again, Nigel stand up, salute to the boy King Mo. He said after that fight that he had a contract with the UFC and he was gonna see how that went. But he really didn't know what he was going to be doing as far as fighting was concerned. Things were up in the air. Well, we know. We don't know, I should say, we don't know who he's fighting next. But we do know where he'll be fighting. And he's back in Bellator. That's right. That spices things up so much. Because Rampage has said, look, I can't cut the weight anymore. I got this thyroid problem getting down to 205 it's just not gonna happen i'm fighting that heavyweight which is where he fought mo in his last fight he came in about 253 pounds the reason why i said that spices things up is that scott coker has talked about getting 
somebody into a title fight for the heavyweight championship. If you got Rampage back, you got Matt Mitrione, Fedor, Big Country, Czech Congo, Bobby Lashley, the heavyweight division in Bellator is starting to look pretty nice. Pretty nice. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, the UFC released their schedule for the first quarter of 2018. And the first stop is the best stop, baby. St. Louis, we're finally getting a UFC card. It's going to be on a Sunday. I will be there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a press pass or not, but I will be there. Cannot wait. Okay, like I said, the UFC is starting things off right here in St. Louis, the gateway to the West, Sky Trade Arena, on Sunday, January 14th, the Young Dinosaur, Vitor Belfort, will be taking on Uriah Hall. This is Vitor's last fight on his contract. Whoo, and it looks like they're uh, trying to build Uriah Hall off of him. I'm not mad. I will be sitting there and watching and hoping that Uriah Hall and Vitor just throw a whole bunch of spinning stuff. You got Tiago Alves taking on Kansas City's own Zach Cummins. Matt Frivola taking on Marco Polo Reyes. V. James Krause will be taking on Alex White. Another Missouri native in Krause. Darren the Damage Elkins is taking on St. Louis's own Michael the Menace Johnson in Michael Johnson's first fight at 145 pounds. Man, I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. If you can see me, I got goosebumps, the hair standing up on the back of my neck. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. This is amazing. Forget Christmas in July, I got Christmas in January. I got Christmas after Christmas. This is wonderful. Dana, Dana White, you are starting off the year right. Thank you, sir, for doing this. I've been tweeting Dana for years saying, give us a fight, give us a fight, give us a fight. We got so many St. Louis fighters. We need something here in St. Louis and we got it. What will be even better is a title fight, a pay-per-view here with our native son, Tyron Woodley. But hey, beggars can't be choosy. And I'm glad that we've got this going on. I'm glad you got that St. Louis talent in. Be looking forward to you sprinkling in a little more of the St. Louis talent as time goes on. I know they're working on the card. Like I said, a lot of fighters with St. Louis roots in the UFC. And so looking forward to seeing them here at home. Again, Dana, thanks so much. Uh, you know, I would love to have a press pass. I'll put that out there now. But either way it goes, I will be there with bells on. 
Okay, if you didn't catch my recap video for UFC 217, I'm putting the link in the description. Let me give you a very, very brief recap. And new, and new, and new. That's right. Three new champions. Each of them getting stoppages in their fight. And each of them getting performance of the night bonuses. Also getting performance of the night bonuses. The voices marquee matchup for the undercard. Ovin St. Prue. 1-1 for defeating, knocking out Corey Anderson. Also, Ricardo Ramos picked up one for his knockout of Amin Zahabi in the very first fight on the card. Also, the bonus fight that The Voice threw in, pitting James Vick against Joe Duffy was a stoppage. The main card started off with Johnny Hendricks getting knocked out by Paulo the Eraser Costa. Man, phenomenal, phenomenal fights. Uh, the only fight on the main card that went the distance was Steven Thompson and Jorge Masvidal, and that was a nice technical fight. Again, you want more information on the main card specifically? Click on the link for the recap. Woo! Man, it's so many fights this weekend. It's ridiculous. I mean, you could just overload and gorge yourself on fights all weekend long on Friday night Bellator 187 that's right 187 is taking place at the 3 Arena in Dublin Ireland and it will pit somebody from Long Beach couple fighters from Long Beach what more poetic way of kicking off the fights in Bellator 187 than to have some fighters fighting out of Long Beach where the code 187 was popularized by Long Beach's own Snoop Dogg. I mean, come on, man. You can't get more poetic than that. Anyway, AJ, the mercenary McKee, which is the biggest favorite on this card, will be taking on Brian Moore in the main event. Co-main event, it's got Baby Slice, Kevin Ferguson Jr., fighting Fred Freeman. Maria Casanova is going to be taking on Ireland's own and Conor McGregor's teammate, Sinead Kavanaugh. Then rounding out the card, you got John Redman and Charlie Ward. And Charlie Ward is the favorite. Uh, didn't say who the favorites were. In the other card, Sinead Kavanaugh's favorite, Baby Slice's favorite, and I, I did say that AJ McKee was the greatest favorite on this card. This will be shown on tape delay because it's taking place at 4 o'clock. Well, actually, it may not be on tape delay, but most of the Bellator cards are tape delayed uh, when they are overseas. Either way it goes, you can catch it on Spike. I will definitely be catching it on Spike. And if time permits, I will jump back in and share some of the highlights of the fights and recap things. UFC Fight Night 120 is going down in Norfolk, Virginia. Couldn't take place in a better spot on Veterans Day in a place that is known for its military service. So yes, it's going down. 
main card on FS1 pits Dustin Poirier against Anthony Pettis in a lightweight bout. And it's been a lot of going back and forth on this one. I know Tyron Woodley said last week that he was torn because both of these fighters are his teammates. He trains, or I should say he owns a ATT affiliate here in St. Louis, has trained at ATT with Poirier. He's been doing his camps at Rufus Sport in Milwaukee as of late because it's closer been training with Pettis, so he's really torn on this one. Should be a good fight, and Pettis is favored. Matt Brown, this is supposed to be his farewell fight, and he's already backing out saying, well, it may not be. I mean, I know me, and I know I'm going to probably want to fight again, so I don't know if this is my last fight or not. I know that's the way the UFC has been building it. It's against Diego Sanchez. Honestly, I hope they both retire after this fight. Diego is way too long in the tooth to be fighting, especially with his fighting style. Uh, you know, straight Mexican style, brawler, banger. Matt Brown is the same way. I say, hey, just leave it all in the ring, take your gloves off, and ride off in the sunset together. Someone else who's long in the tooth and uh, should be hanging it up soon, fighting on this card, is Andre Arlovsky, who's fighting Junior Albini. Albini is favored to win this fight. Orlovsky's been getting knocked out by breezes as of late. So again, someone else that if he were to lose, and especially lose by knockout, I would hope that he would hang it up. You got Nate Marquardt taking on uh, Cesar Ferreira. I believe that's what Chancha. Uh, and he is favored in this fight. Matt Lopez is taking on uh, Rafael Asuncao. That should be a good fight. And that is, uh, or I should say, that it, the favorite in that fight is Asuncao. You got Clay Guida and Joe Lozon. Yeah, that's going to be the voices marquee matchup for the main card because Clay Guida is just a bouncing ball of energy. And Joe Lozon is the bonus king. That is a match made in MMA heaven. So that should be a great, great fight. And that's the one that I'm looking forward to most on the main card outside of the main event. Now, the Voices marquee matchup on the prelim card happens to be the featured fight of the prelim card, which pits the former WSOF champion, Marlon Moraes, against John Dodson. Boy, the UFC is not playing with these WSOF champions, I'm telling you. Marlon Moraes fought Rafael Asuncao in his first fight in the UFC and lost a close decision. Now he's going up against the magician, John Dodson? Oh, man, they're not making it easy on this man. All right, rounding things out in fight news. Kombache America is going old school on Saturday night as far as MMA is concerned. They got an eight-man, one-night tournament on NBC Sports Network. So if you got that network, feel free to check it out. I know I'll be looking at it and seeing what's going on because I'm interested 
to see how this is going to work out. I like Kombucha America a lot. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. In boxing news, Deontay Wilder won his fight in phenomenal fashion against Deverne on last Saturday. Oh my goodness. Knocked the man down three times in the first round. After the first knockdown, Deontay Wilder stood there, hands down, like, what, what, what you gonna do? Mop, mop, hit him, knock him down again. Third time he knocked him down, it was with about 10 seconds left in the round. Beat the man so bad, he was hanging out the ring. With His head was hanging out the ring, his shoulders were just being held up by the ropes, and his legs were back behind him. It looked like he was breakdancing or something. It was terrible absolutely terrible after that he immediately called out my boy that's right Nigel stand up Anthony Joshua said you don't want these problems you don't want these problems well guess what I want to see what will happen if they fight each other again as I stated last week after Joshua's victory that it's up to the manager Anthony Joshua is not afraid of anybody he's a professional boxer He's not afraid of anyone. It's the manager doing things, and I hope that they pull things together. He said he wanted to get him some exposure in the U.S. in 2018. What better way than to take on the U.S. champion in Deontay Wilder? Man, that that would be phenomenal. Do that one in Vegas or in Alabama. Either one of those will sell out like crazy. You want some more boxing? Okay, here you go. Saturday, or I should say Friday night, there is boxing on Showtime. On Saturday, you got boxing on two different channels. Like I said, this Veterans Day weekend is a fight fan's dream. Salute to all the veterans, all those that have fought for our freedom. So what better way to celebrate them then have some good old-fashioned fights going on. You got an IBF title on the line on ESPN Saturday night, and you got Daniel Jacobs returning to fight on HBO on Saturday night. I am in fight heaven. So much, so much to see and so little time. To keep up with all things Trackstar Sports, like the Trackstar Sports Facebook page, join the discussion in the Debate Fuel Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter at Debate Fuel and Instagram at Trackstars Sports. New content gets released every single day on anchor.fm forward slash Trackstar Sports, with the exception of Sunday. We just play music on Sunday, but you get your sports feel Monday through Saturday. Also, subscribe to our podcast on Apple or Google Play. Until next time, it's your man, The Voice, Trackstar Sports, MMA correspondent, bringing you the MMA main card, and I'm sounding off. I'm not going to